You are listening to Bible study with Apostle Dwayne on the Just Truth Network. Bible study with Apostle Dwayne is a weekly broadcast that looks at issues facing the black community. Join us to get a biblical perspective, detox from misinformation, and ground yourself in truth. Black America, I believe that you can have it all. Financial success, community stability, an enjoyable life, and more than enough money in the bank if you know biblical success principles and tactics based on truth. Welcome to Bible Study with Apostle Dwayne on the Just Truth Podcast Network. My name is Apostle Dwayne Hughes. What do you really know about the Bible? Did you know that it is about your true ancestral history? Did you know that the scriptures were in Africa long before they were in Europe? Or what about the African Christian kingdoms that existed long before the European colonization of Africa? You have been lied to. We are the original victims of identity theft And on this show, we're going to give you the truth. And God is going to return to you what was stolen. You will finally have the peace of knowing where and to who you belong. As we geek out on the scriptures and turn you into a certifiable Bible nut. I don't know about you, but I'm excited. So let's begin. Good morning. Welcome to Bible study with Apostle Dwayne. Okay, so today is a very important message. I was, um, I have been planning this for, you know, since last week. And, and today we're going to talk about tithing. And, and we're going to go into a little bit of detail. I had actually started this morning, like, a few hours ago just you know putting the the all the scriptures together and uh with re, with regards to tithing in in the church and whatnot and i ended up running out of time you know because there was so much there's so many different ways to go with trying to explain the information and so i was not able to i i'd, I'd actually saved so much scripture that that the i couldn't save it in the program and so the scriptures that i'm going to mention are not in in the description yet but uh later on this morning i'm going to update the description so you'll have the the scriptures and but what i'm going to give you right now is just give you the understanding and then later on this morning you have the scriptures to back it up now, before I get into the message again, I just want to thank you for tuning into uh, Bible study with Apostle Dwayne, part of the Just Truth, my Just Truth Network uh, ministry that God has given me. And I just want you to know these messages are not for any other reason than to help you. This is me expressing out of me what God has given me to help the people. And specifically, there's two groups that he's laid on my heart, Christians in general, but but a main group that he's laid on my heart is is us, you know, black Americans, people who come through the 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 descendants of people who came through the slave trade, who are the descendants of the actual Hebrews who, who've lost everything and we're struggling. We, we've got a lot of things that God has laid on my heart that that 
for me to help in doing. And so this ministry is 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 designed to give you truth to cut through all the things that are causing confusion and lies to put you in bondage or or keep you from moving forward or accomplishing things and and establishing yourself, establishing the covenant, establishing the kingdom the way God wants you to do. And so these messages are the outgrowth of what he's given me to say to you. This is this is revelation from God. And so please honor the information and take it seriously and meditate on it. Take it to the scripture, you know, and and prove it because it doesn't. I'm fine. It's going to do me fine. I'm, I'm OK. I know the information, but what we really have to do is when God is speaking to us through a trusted voice, you got to you know, we got to be diligent. And so God wants you to be diligent to to go study the scriptures. He wants to talk to you individually and lead you and guide you into his plan for your life. And so understand these messages are for that purpose to help multiply you and those that you know. And so please, you know, um, do yourself a favor of, of spreading this information or at least telling people about these broadcasts so that it'll help get you on the same page. You know, if we're if we're all mutually self-interested, moving in a, in a in a direction, then then we can find things to agree on. OK, and that's where the blessing is, is in agreement. And so anyway, I've got on my website uh, uh, that was launched dot com. Now, keep in mind, it's just a placeholder website. I've, I've actually got another site in development right now to replace the site that you see when you go there. But on the site right now, I've got a free offer for you to receive a book called God Wants You in Business for the Kingdom. This is very important. God wants you in business for the kingdom. How else can you go from being the tail to the head if you're always the employee? And so um, I'm making that book available right now for free. If you just you know put your information in there, your name and an email address, you get on the list to receive the ebook version of the book. The book is not out, still in the process of putting it together. And my goal was to have it done. It's probably not going to happen. It's probably going to be next week, but it's in the works. But as soon as the book is released, you'll get it if you register to get it for free. But I'm going to shut that off. It's not. I'm not leaving that free offer out there in perpetuity. You know, it's it's a book. It's you know, I've I've got to put time and effort into giving that information. And so I'm, I'm going to charge for it. You know, that's, you know, I mean, that's just what you do with a book. Otherwise, how can I print them? Um, the ones that people get in print, but in any case, so, but you can get a free copy now, or, or I'm sorry, you can register to get a free copy. Now you'll get the free copy when it actually comes out. But if only if you do that before I close the door on that, um, so now let's go ahead and get into the message for today, uh, talking about tithing. Okay, so tithing is a principle whereby ministries receive support, or or, or, or a lot of ministries do. But in actuality, we're not supposed to tithe anymore. Now, I had for years been going through different situations and 
and following different ministries and, and listening to different televangelists. And, and a lot of these people say things that that is they may be actually quoting actual scripture or they may misquote the scripture or they may manipulate the scripture. You got a lot of confusion around how do ministries receive support? And so. And so that's one thing. But then you have some ministries that are really that's all they're set up to do is to get you get into your pocket. And that's unfortunate because trusting people in those ministries get hurt because they're 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 overgiving out of their finances things that they should be using in their own life. And what you find is a lot of times those same ministries that are manipulating people with and, and with respect to their money are also manipulating people in their relationships and splitting families and a lot of things like that. And, and God is not pleased with that, but you have to understand something. I'm going to tell you something that, that you may agree with, or you may not agree with, you know, how there's a saying possession is nine tenths of the law. That's the saying, right? You know, whoever's got it, that's nine tenths, the, you know, getting it from them. That's, you know, that, that'll, it's going to be a fight if they've got it. Okay. There's another one that says, let the buyer beware. You know, uh, as the buyer, you know, you're the you're the customer. People are going to sell you on things. And once they got your money, that's nine tenths. If you didn't check them out beforehand, that's on you. It's like the old saying, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. It's because I'm supposed to learn from that last time I got fooled. That is your responsibility to not be fooled. It's your responsibility. God's not going to show up and say no. You know, he's going to give you the revelation and then, and then you're going to have to, to learn to operate according to it. You are responsible. If you lose money, that's your fault. It's your fault if you lose money. The world lives like that. The world is very shrewd. The world, the world doesn't get fooled a lot of times on scams and things, but we get fooled all the time. It's, it's because something happens when you become a believer, you begin to operate in a level of, of innocence and naivete. And so many times the believers have been stripped of the understanding that, that you're supposed to be shrewd. He said, be wise as the serpent, yet harmless as the dove. As a matter of fact, when you read the scriptures that were taken out of the Bible, you know, you have the original 1611 King James. It had 14 extra books in it called the Apocrypha. When you read those books, you'll see that what was taken out was all the stuff about being shrewd. Was all the stuff that that would make you unable to be pushed over into a lot of the, the, the false doctrine that's taught nowadays. OK, and so. I, I I suggest you go and find a 1611 if you don't have one and you read those 14 books because there's information in there that help balance out your walk. You know, what what we're a lot of times taught is the is the trusting scriptures and whatnot that Jesus tells us about. You know, if, if blessed are you if if you're taking advantage of for my namesake. But but see now what people don't understand is but he's not telling you go go be taken advantage of. You know, and when people manipulate you or whatever, for my namesake, he, he's not telling you, go go get manipulated. But we have a lot of people who think that they're supposed to go and lay down and be manipulated and all this other stuff. 
so that you can honor Jesus. And he didn't say that. But that's what the devil will do. He'll take out the part that you that gives you the balance, and then he'll tell you the other part that pushes you over. Okay, so you don't want to be a pushover. You see what I'm saying? Okay, you got to get revelation, get the balance out of the scripture, and there's plenty in there to give you balance. And so, and so this is part of my ministry. I'm giving you truth. Truth has two sides to it: the part that you like and the part you don't like. And so my job is to give you that. That's my job. Once I've communicated and, and given you the information, it's up to you. And so as I'm giving you this information, it's your responsibility to go check it, verify it, make sure, make sure what I'm saying is right. And then make sure everyone else, what they're saying is right. And then when you know God is speaking, then, then operate. Okay. And so, um, so there's a lot of confusion when it concerns ministry and money. It's a big problem. The devil uses uh, the, the, a lot of the issues that people have in distrusting ministers because of all the bad people that get up there and, and, and charlatanize people to make you think that everybody and every ministry is a liar and all that other stuff. And they're not, they're not there. There is a, a wonderful network of people who love God and who are operating according to his purposes. And they're not trying to take advantage of anybody. But even amongst them, there's some misunderstandings and some things that aren't being done right. And so and so we have to uh, we have to all operate according to balance and, and, and so that you don't fall for the wrong thing. And and again, it's just like I was telling you about. So there's possessions, nine tenths of the law. There's uh, there's uh, and these are worldly sayings that are true. Uh, possessions, nine tenths of the law. There's there's uh, let the buyer beware. There's another one I want to tell you about um, uh, the guy Barnum. Who founded Barnum and Bailey Circus? He was one of the greatest showmen on earth. He he said, "There's a sucker born every minute. Don't be a sucker. Okay, it's your fault. You take ownership of it as your fault. If you made a mistake in the past, don't make it tomorrow. All right. So now let's go ahead and and dive into the information. I'm, 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 I'm telling you this stuff because the Lord said, be wise as a serpent. This is just worldly stuff. I just shared with you some worldly principles that's law. It's law, just like gravity, aerodynamics, light, all that other stuff. This It's law. There's deception in the earth. There's people who want what you have, and they're going to try and do whatever they can to get it. And it's your responsibility to make sure they don't. It takes you labor and effort and all kinds of things to get the resources that you got. And, and then you got to take those resources. You're responsible to take those resources and reinvest them into yourself so you can get more out of yourself, invest them into your life so you can get more out of your life, invest them in places and things to help them multiply. How are you going to do all that if, if you've given it away and you got nothing left? Okay, so there are a lot of ministries that are not actual ministries. They're, they're, they're ATM machines. They're ATM machines that are designed to, 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 to pick your pocket and enrich someone who stand up in front of you and all they got to do is talk and put on a show. And, and, and it's sad, but what we're doing is we're following that instead of following the revelation and things that God has given us. And these people get really popular very quickly. They got a nice band, nice light show and all this other stuff. And next thing you know, they, the, the little musician starts to play the little jingle and then you start doing the church dance. I'm, I'm going to talk about that tomorrow on just truth, by the way, the church dance. Okay. Um, Anyway, so let's go back to that's going to be fun. Uh, so let's go back to the thing with tithing. So 
the scriptures, I'm, uh, and again, I apologize because I didn't take enough time ahead of time. I've got so many things I'm working on that, you know, there's a lot that the Lord's trying to get out of me and, and I'm working on multiple things at the same time. I, I just had too much. You couldn't save it in the description. So I had to pare it down, but I'm going to give you the cliff notes version of it because that's all it'll save is only 5,000 characters. More than that, you'll have to get some of my books or whatnot I've got coming out. So the first instance of tithing comes from Father Abraham. Abraham had just had a, a victory where he uh, had defeated five kings to, re, to, to capture. They had captured his, his nephew Lot, who, would, who was living in Sodom. And they captured not Lot along with capturing the people of Sodom and four other five other kingdoms that these uh, these that had gone to war. And so he lot was caught up in that mess. And so Abraham. With 300 servants who was raised in his house. So, you know, the man was rich. He, he had 300 servants, men of war. That's that's not just the, that's not everybody. That's that's just the ones that 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 went with him to fight. And so here him and his 300 men. Uh, and the anointing of God, they defeated five kings. And it was a great victory. It was a miraculous victory, probably angels involved and everything else. And so and, and so here he is coming back with all the spoils. He had all the people, all the money, nothing. They hadn't lost anything. He was here. He was coming back with everything. And on his way back from this victory, Melchizedek, the king of Salem, this is a pre-incarnate Christ. This is him before he is uh, who came in the flesh. He's the high priest in heaven. He came and met Abraham and he blessed Abraham and Abraham gave him a tenth of everything he had. Now, you have to understand Abraham was extremely wealthy. And when he gave God that tenth, you know, as an offering, you know, I mean, he was he still had a lot. OK, and 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 that's the first instance of someone giving a tithe specifically a tenth in the scripture and so melchizedek blessed abraham and then uh and and this is happening like right at the same time that he's you know in, dealing with this this battle and the kings and all this other stuff because right then the king of of sodom comes over and and says hey abraham you know, look, just keep everything you got there. You want everything. You go ahead and keep it all. Just give me the people. And Abraham told him, he said, I'm not taking one thing from you. You're not you're not going to say that you made me rich. I'm giving you back everything. He didn't have to give him anything. He didn't have to give him anything, but he gave him back everything. And he told the king of Sodom that he wasn't going to be able to say he made Abraham rich. OK, and so because that's the kind of thing people do anyway, people try and take credit for things that that's going on good in your life that they had nothing to do with. OK, that's this whole sidebar. And so then later on, Abraham, this is it. That was in the 14th chapter of Genesis. Now, Abraham is the father of our faith. You know, Abraham is is the father of the faith in, in the way that it is or the way that it's been handed down uh, because God sees him as that. OK, and so um, Abraham later on in chapter 17. Uh, God blesses him, but he also uh, he gives him the covenant. 
and that, that there's a contract between him and God, that God is going to perform all these things for Abraham. Not that Abraham was going to do anything other than just be faithful. And, and God was going to bless him and do all these different things. And that's the covenant that has been handed down to us through Christ. Okay. And so, um, well, really, that's the covenant that's been handed down through us, through Abraham, too, because uh, we are the seed of Abraham. Just so you know, we are descendants. So we got a, a double blessing here, but a spiritual and a natural. But anyway, so, so God blessed him, and he says in chapter 17 that from then on, Abraham had to go become circumcised. He had to cut the foreskin off of his penis. And then on the eighth day, or, or I'm sorry, and then every every man in his service and every every male child over eight days old had to also be circumcised. So here Abraham and everyone in his household was circumcised on that day. And 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 that circumcision was part of the covenant. That's a sign of the covenant of Israel, the court cutting off of the foreskin. And and if you didn't do that, you'd be cut off from the people and all kinds of things. And so, and so this is a requirement. This is part of the, the, the identity of the people of Israel that made them different than anyone else in the world, is that everyone was circumcised. This is part of their identity, okay? Later on, a few generations down, they go into slavery in Egypt, and then they're there for 400 years and, and led out by Moses. And then when Moses came out with the people, that's when they got the covenant, uh, the, the Levitical priesthood, the, 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 the law was given. That's when they received the law. And at that point, once the law was instituted, it's in law is there going forward. And part of the law was, uh, you know, circumcision was in there, but then also uh, tithing. The, 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 the Levitical priesthood, the Levite family was set aside to be the ministers between the people and God. And and they were the only ones who could do that job or God would kill the person who tried to come into his presence or touch any of the holy things or whatever. And so God set aside the Levites to do that job. And he instituted that the people had to pay tithes of their increase. So whatever they increased, they, they would have to pay tithes to God. So God would bless the rest of their stuff. And then also that overflow of that would be for the Levites. And so that institute that 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 policy was instituted and remained in place up until the time, really uh, until after, the people were still doing this, even after Christ had been crucified and resurrected, because they didn't realize something had changed. Okay, and so in the scriptures that I'm uh, we're going to give to you, I'm also going to show you. So first, I, I tell you about Abraham. I tell you about his uh, the 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 battle with him and Lot, the or not the um, the the thing with Abraham and the king of Sodom and king of Salem, and there's two different kings there. King of Sodom, that's the devil. King of Salem, that's God. I mean, that's Jesus in the flesh. I mean, that's him before he came in the flesh. Okay, there's so much here. Um, so I tell you about Abraham, the king of Sodom, king of Salem. I tell you about. Uh, I show you the scriptures where Moses is giving the people the the statutes of of, um, of circumcision and and tithing and all that, and then I show you in the New Testament where um, where 
tithing, first of all, tithing is only mentioned a few places in the New Testament at all. It's, it's mentioned in uh, Luke and in Hebrews. And, and that's it. Because God is not, you know, is it's not tithing is not something he wants us to do. And in and, and Luke, it was it was Jesus talking about to the Pharisees and the Sadducees. He was saying, Whoa, woe unto you, uh, Pharisees, because you tithe down to the mint and the small spices, yet you neglect the heavier, weightier measures of the law, justice, righteousness, goodness, forgiveness, love, and all these different things. You know, it, it wasn't a good time when Jesus mentioned it in the gospels. Okay, it, you know, when he mentioned in the Gospels, there was never any good context of tithing, except from, except that he said you should have done the one without leaving the other undone. God doesn't care, you know, if you're going to tithe but then do evil. God is not going to accept that. You see, you can't neglect the 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 you know you can't be all religious but then not be righteous. You see, there's a lot of people who are religious but they're not righteous. They 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 skirt the letter of the law. They try and do things and make themselves seem saved but they're not saved. And, and and it's like they're trying to they're just doing the minimum so they can try and be uh, deceitful in other ways. They're, they're manipulative people. OK. And so God's not going to be manipulated. All right. And so um, so that's the only time it's mentioned in the Gospels. And then it's mentioned later in Hebrews. And when it's mentioned in Hebrews, it's Peter's talking in Hebrews and he's talking about. Um, well, I know I think this Paul uh, either way. It's, it's mentioned in Hebrews and in respect to Melchizedek. It comes right back around to Melchizedek. You know, the only times tithing is mentioned in, in the New Testament besides in the Gospels is back when it's in, in, in Hebrews and it's talking about Melchizedek going back to when Abraham, uh, the covenant was established with Abraham. And it was saying that if Abraham gave the offering to Melchizedek, Melchizedek was the greater. And if in Christ being our new high priest, which is the actual high priest, that that he was greater than Abraham because Abraham tied to him. And so and and it also says that the law was set aside at that point. The law was replaced with something better. And so right there, it's telling you that the law was was done. And the funny thing, though, what is mentioned in the New Testament quite a bit is circumcision. The other thing that I highlighted for you. And, and what was mentioned so many times about the circumcision was that, that you can't, the circumcision didn't profit you any longer. Not that you shouldn't get circumcised because it's good for you. It is good for you, but, but, but that you can't be just circumcised on the outside. And, and they were trying to, the Judaizers, they were trying to force uh, Christian converts who were coming in from all over the world who were not Jews, were not Hebrews, and they had not been circumcised. Circumcised circumcision was a stumbling block for these people. But in Israel, you couldn't come into Israel and join an Israel family or, or 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 even become a Jew, or you couldn't do anything without being circumcised. Circumcision was the thing that they fought over in the New Testament. The, the they, you know. It was it was all about circumcision. They didn't even talk about tithing. And so if 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 there's such a battle. And and, the, and they made such a, an issue with you not having to be circumcised and the church was saying you don't have to be circumcised, how much less would they be concerned about you tithing? 
Okay. Tithing was not even mentioned because it wasn't an issue. You don't, you're not supposed to give uh, out of obligation. We give based on God blessing you. Now, the scriptures also now something else I'm including is that the, the scripture says if, if a man is ministering the gospel, he should live by the gospel. You know, you don't go to a doctor and not pay him. You don't go to a lawyer, a dentist. You don't go to any service provider and, and get that service for free. But you've got a lot of people who don't think ministers should have any money. Let me tell you something. This is a ministry is the highest call in the earth. Only a minister can lead you to, to everlasting life. They should not be broke. But at the same time, you shouldn't have a jet, a mansion, and and twenty and 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 a billion dollars in the bank, and all your people are poor. That's 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 the wrong, that's that's completely wrong. You know, as a minister, my job is to help you become a millionaire. If, if I help you become a millionaire and get established in your life, are you going to be worried? Am I going to be worried about you putting a few dollars in, 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 into to the offering for my ministry? No. When Moses put the call in for, for the children of Israel to bring an offering after they had been delivered from Egypt, and now they went from being slaves to rich, walking through the desert, they gave more than, 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 than they had to tell them to stop, stop bringing stuff. And only someone who was, is truly led by God is going to tell you to stop bringing money anyway, you know, because because most people aren't going to do that. They're going to be in that nine tenths of the law. Want you to, you know, possession thing. They want to get what you got out of your pocket. And so you have to understand there has to be balance here. Ministries do need support. But I want to say uh, there's there's something that ministers are in the, in the proper place for. If you stop tithing, tell the people stop tithing and you tell them as they can, let them offer. And then if you take those facilities, because there's so many ministers have all these big buildings and 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 facilities, you got the perfect place to set up a, a place to help people uh, experience rapid growth. Why not set up classes on entrepreneurship and 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 helping them get their lives fixed? And then also you got all these people you're asking to volunteer. That's a double dip. Your ministry is not a savings institution. You shouldn't be looking to, to put, uh, uh, you know, hundreds and thousands of dollars in the bank. You should have a payroll. If your ministry has all these different services you're providing, you should be paying those people. The, the scripture says the ox, don't trade out the ox. I'm sorry, don't muzzle the ox while it treads the grain. You know, you know, so many times right now, you know, you know, uh, people are just, are you know, it, it up. It also says the laborer is worth his wages. So if you've got people that are helping you fulfill the mission to do what it is that you're doing, and it's costing them time and energy to do it, on top of they're they're giving you their their uh, their their tithing and offering, you know you're double dipping, you're triple dipping, and God's going to judge you for that. By the way, so here's another thing that is going to be when I when I get these scriptures put in there, when you come back under the law you are now out of grace and that's why a lot of people are in trouble financially is because you are tithing tithing is nullifying your faith it's just like you saying you know uh I, you know i need jesus plus two chickens let me go offer some chickens on an altar or something like that your tithe and offering does not 
buy you favor with God because the price was already paid. All you, everything you have, if you're a believer, everything you have has already been redeemed in Christ. But when you step out of that and start getting back under the law, thinking you got to uh, adhere to the, 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 the Levitical diet in order to be saved, you got to be circumcised in order to be saved. And once you start taking on yourself duties that you have to do to be saved, instead of just receiving the salvation that you have in Mashiach because he already paid all the price and, and cleans everything, you, you move yourself back under judgment for, for obligation to, to keep the law because you can't do it. You don't even have a place to offer the bulls and the bullocks and all these other things. You'd have to go back and start offering animals and all that stuff. And God ain't going to accept any of that because Jesus already paid the price. He's not accepting any sacrifices of, of, of death and, and, and things like that. You know what he wants? He just wants you to be obedient. He wants you to hear what he says and do that. Am I making sense? Okay, so... You know, it looks it looks like this is going to have to go another week um, on this thing with the tithing, but I'm not going to stop until God, you know, tells me to stop. Okay, so in any case, so um, thank you again for tuning in to uh, uh, Bible study with Apostle Dwayne. I will have those scriptures uh, in the message uh, here to, this morning, and then you know I'll see you again next uh, week for a Bible study with Apostle Dwayne on Wednesday at eight o'clock. Remember to go to my website. Uh, ApostleDwayne.com to sign up to get your free ebook when that book comes out. Uh, God wants you to be in business. God wants you in business for the kingdom. Uh, it's going to bless you. All right. Thanks a lot. And I'll see you next time. Thank you again for tuning in to Bible study with Apostle Dwayne. We hope that these messages are ministering to you and empowering you to make a difference in your life. Please don't forget to subscribe to our RSS feed so that you never miss a new episode and don't forget to tell your family and friends. Have a great day and we look forward to seeing you again tomorrow on Just Truth and Manifesting the Mind of Christ.